Hi, I'm Tyler, and welcome to our Patreon bonus episode of the Avatar Podcast. Yep, yep. Why are you Today like we that? will be talking about the 14th episode of season two, subtitled Earth, which is actually the episode itself is titled City of Walls and Secrets. You now, know, in the main episode, <laughs> you know, listeners, at some point, you just kind of got to like. Roll your eyes and let them finish. I'm like every single <laughs> bonus episode. I'm just gonna do like a different, like really cliched introduction. That one I was trying to go for very bad. Like kid who thinks they're amazing reads out loud textbook in class. <laughs> <laughs> that was. Right. I'll give you props for that. That's a lot of backstory. Thank you. Yeah, I love that. You know, like in middle school, you always had that kid that was like, "I want to read." That was me. And then like they just read very poorly. They're always like. In 1974, the government decided to. Did uh, did you ever Vietnam? <laughs> did you ever count the number of kids? In yes, I did because I had anxiety. I totally yes, I was like, I need to know what I'm reading. I can't just whip this out of my. I need to stop saying that phrase. I, oh no, ass is technically TV appropriate. I can't just whip this out of my ass. And almost back down. Well, like the, I think like ass is TV appropriate. Yeah, it is. Um, and so it's like damn or something like that. But like, there's there's a lot different swear words are appropriate on TV and other ones are not, and it's really weird. Technically, you can say whatever you want on a podcast. It is not illegal to say. Yeah, no but like I don't want board. like I don't want like children to be listening to this and being like, "Mommy, what's a." F- I've said, <laughs> said it before, and I'll say it again. From a statistical standpoint. We have very few children listening to our podcast. But still children listening to our podcast. Raising I'm a child point. and I listen to this podcast. <laughs> I'm baby. I'm baby. <laughs> I'm baby and I listen to podcasts. <laughs> um, I baby turned into Forrest Gump. <laughs> I don't know. That's just how me and Serena and Emma like talked about it. All right. Um... So Walls, t- Secrets, City. Yeah, City of Walls and Secrets. So if you've listened, to, you should have already listened to this. This is one of my favorite episodes of season two because oh, it is incredibly political. And fun fact, we are still recording before the election, so we have no idea what's going on right now. Um, even no though it's idea. super relevant to what's going on in this ep- episode. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, future, future listeners, tell us if um, Trump has refused to leave office yet. Because that is what I'm predicting will happen. I mean, there's definitely... He's not going to go quietly. That's true. It's not going to be Oh, no, I'm very exit. pessimistic. I, I do not think he will leave office. <laughs> I straight up... And, you know, the Hardly Senate and the the Senate life. and the Supreme Court will be on his side, so... He's got he's got two of the th- four next stacked for him, so... Yep. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely think Biden will win the election. I think he will win by quite a large margin, actually. Yes. Um, but I, I do not, I do not think Trump will leave office and like you say like willingly, I don't think he'll leave at all. I think he will refuse to leave. Yeah. I just want to, I just really would like to see someone like throw a cabinet at his face. Like a full, oh like my a God. full I posted, on like file cabinet. I posted this super bitter status over the weekend where I was oh, like, I yeah, I was like, <laughs> so Amy Coney Barrett just got, um, in, in yeah, into the same, uh, like, uh, in the Supreme Court. Um, rest in peace, human and, decency. 
And uh, everyone was like, oh my God, I can't believe this happened. And I'm like, really? You can't fucking believe like, Let's get real here. Yeah. Yeah. So I posted on my Facebook. I was like, if you think this is bad, wait until Trump refuses to leave and the Senate and the Supreme Court take his side. Yeah. And someone commented on it and they were like, then we burn it all down. And I was like, see, I agree with you. But the thing is, we were saying that as soon as RBG died and yet nothing has happened. And then he replied, and he was like, well, I'm ready. And I was like, that's great, and I love the enthusiasm, but unless you have a plan and a lot of organizing that you can actually do, I don't think that'll be very effective. Unless you're Sokka and you have a positive attitude. Fuck a positive <laughs> attitude. This is the Hunger Games. <laughs> inject a little bit of Avatar positivity in there. I appreciate that. Everyone listen to our podcast because the world is going to burn. <laughs> I mean, if you're here, you're already listening to our podcast. I'm just, I'm, I'm projecting vibes out there into the world right now. I don't know. Um, if you all can feel it right now, but I can feel you. Like astral projecting? <laughs> oh my god, I'm actually like really good at astral projecting. My I don't know. third eye is like wide open right can now. Can you see me with your third eye, Tyler? I'm like, I can see a third dimension. <laughs> oh my god, I love the you. Wokeness, the wokeness <laughs> is getting a little too real. <laughs> we, we can already see three dimensions, so. Overwoke. Overwoke. I was watching um, research videos on chakras and stuff like that, and the forehead chakra is technically called the third eye chakra. And um, in your chakras can be blocked, but they can also be like overworked, so they're like too much. That's where you start having like hallucinations and like oh. um, psychic visions. You know, like third eye is not supposed to be like you see the future or anything. You're but supposed to occasionally it's supposed open to, it when it is necessary. Let's say this: like your third eye is supposed to be open, but it is not supposed to be wide I open. <laughs> and some of y'all need problem. contacts for oh your my third God. eye, right? Yeah. And I also is it chakra or chakra? Chakra with a hard C. So like chalk. Yeah. Chalk, yes. Chalk, Get chalk, your chakra. Chalk Yes. Get your chalk. No one? No. And your... Well, I, I Sorry, understand <laughs> the reference, but I didn't know that was the theme song. Oh. I have a problem when it comes to sounds, and they just stick in my head. For hey, it. let's talk about the episode. Yeah, yeah I also <laughs> have a problem with sounds, especially when they come from Tyler. <laughs> I'm, I'm slightly sorry. Sorry. I'm just, I'm baby. <laughs> I'm a world baby. I forgot we talked about that this episode. I'm going to block it out. Oh my God. I'm going to block it out. Um, anyway. Yeah, so um, I wrote down for our Patreon episode, and uh, Sokka is the voice of resistance in this episode. The reason why I wrote that down is because, like, a lot of time we see Sokka, like, speaking out against, like, everything Judy is trying to, like, silence, and, like, a lot of the um, civ- civilians, citizens of... Yeah. Bossing say are like trying to like remain quiet in order to follow the Jaili. But Sokka holds a place of privilege. Pliv- privilege. Um, being with the Avatar. He can like speak out and not really like be held accountable or like not be attacked. Obviously, Absolutely. the Dai Li knows that they can't just like Jet, they were able to just take Jet away and silence him because he is no one. You know, he is just another face in the crowd. But Sokka is uh, with, the with the Avatar. He is not someone that they can just willingly silence. And yeah. do you think it's also because Sokka's male? Well, Jet's male, too, and they did it to him. Yeah, but why doesn't Katara speak out so... Yeah, okay, I get where you're coming from now. Or Toph. Like, Toph would totally do it. Mm -hmm. Well, Toph said, 
it's called being handled. So I think like Toph knows Toph, the Toph idea. Is yeah. yeah. Toph, Toph is technically royalty. She so understands kind of the inner machinations of this a little yeah. bit more than That's I think fair. artists do. Yeah. Um it is a, important to point out, I think we were talking about Sokka having privilege to speak out. And I think it's important to talk about, this is a good example of having privilege. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. if you have the ability to speak out, you should. Yes. Um, And so to kind of take Avatar back to real life here for Mm -hmm. just a second. Yeah. Like the amount of power that privilege can give you, something that me, uh, that you should absolutely, absolutely use to benefit those. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Sokka Mm -hmm. is that um, symbolic voice. It's also that wolf tail. (laughs) (laughs) The warrior's wolf tail. It took me a hot second to click what that was. (laughs) Oh, my God. Sokka and that hairstyle. Oh, my God. There is a good reason why they put his hair up in a ponytail, and it's because with his hair down, he is too powerful. Powerful. (laughs) Smoking. Oh, God. Sokka holds a close second to sexiness behind Zuko. Yeah, I second that. Okay. Although, uh, actually, I think if we're going to get into it, I personally think Sokka's sexier than Zuko. Even with all Zuko's melodramatic. Wow. Ooh, that is a hot take. Oh, my God. Yeah, thank you. Okay. Well, if we are really going to get into it, I think Ty Lee is hotter than Sokka. (laughs) I'm like, in my hierarchy of sexiness, it is definitely like Zuko, Ty Lee, Sokka, probably Azula then. Oh, yeah, I know. Azula's hot. I I think I've said this before, so I'm going to say it again. I I love the meme that says, like, when I say I'm bisexual, I mean I'm attracted to Redemption Arc Zuko and every woman in Avatar (laughs) The Last Airbender who could kill me. Yes. (laughs) And that is so true. I'm not bisexual, but I'm still attracted to every woman in Avatar The Last Airbender who could kill me. Yeah. Most of them, so. Yeah. I would bar- I would argue all of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because there's it's like fair. Azula, May, Tylee, Katara, and Toph, um, Suki. Oh know? yeah, Suki could yeah, snap. Every single one so of those women could Suki kill me. Mm-hmm. Um anyways. Uh, I still love you, what baby. else do we want to talk about in Walls and Suki? Yeah, well, does anyone else have any comment on Sokka? Well, I, just, I just can't get over the whole wolf tail. <laughs> that's my We're that's my the wolf tail. <laughs> that's my big thing when it comes to recording this podcast is oh my God, I do Serena, are I you do a furry? have to can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> no, I can't actually deny. <laughs> but um we don't kink shame. Also, I do do a fair amount of meditating before we record in the fact that I'm like, okay, I will not think about Sokka's wolf tail as oh much as I did the previous session. I'm going to be professional about Good this. For you. Yes. Babe, you are just so on top of it. Thank you. I know my weaknesses. So I also have written down um, in this episode, there's this one brief line where Long Fang is like, in silencing talk of conflict, Bossing Say remains a peaceful utopia, the last one on Earth. And right after that, it cuts to Jet. Um, being hypnotized. Yes. Um, and he is, that is literally when he is silenced. Like, mm-hmm. they have put the rocks over his mouth to keep him quiet. So it is literally the dynamic of Bo- of Long Fang saying, in silencing talk of conflict, and then Jet, who spoke out against conflict, being silenced. It's really great cinematography. It is. I love that scene. It's just so, God, there's so much going on just in that, like, 30 seconds. I don't think it's 30 seconds. I actually think it's, like, a minute. But... Still, it's oh, 
It's and it's so right. hard to the way that they did the the hypnotizing. It's so hard to forget about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I wonder why they did it like in a like on a lateral plane going mm-hmm. around instead of like you know the typical like back I don't know forth, like the yeah. you, you know the typical like watch that you go back and forth and back and forth like more on a mm-hmm. um, what is this? This is lateral. This is bilateral. No, vertical. Vertical, yeah, 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 yeah. On a vertical plane in front of you. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, probably. I know where your brain was going. Yeah, okay. Attitude, longitude. Uh, Longitude, but... (laughs) We all graduated (laughs) from college. I have a major in theater, so I'm, like, super smart. I know all about the laterals. Um, But I wonder why they do it like that instead of, like, the... the, And and it makes me... You know, I don't really know. I mean... Hypnotism is a fascinating thing. It really is. I mean, we will talk about that in our 217 main episode. Um, But I actually know how to hypnotize people. Really? Um, Yeah. It's a cool skill to learn. Yeah, and I have never used like a... Back and forth. Yeah, you don't have to. It's, yeah. it's very well, old time. I could hit into you guys sometimes. No, well, <laughs> isn't isn't the thing I thought I I like read or heard somewhere that the thing is is that you can't be hypnotized unless you're willing to be. Correct. Yes, we will talk more about that in the two seventeen episode. Oh <laughs> stay tuned, listeners. <laughs> I mean, our beloved patrons. <laughs> I mean, um, this will come out right after two fifteen, so it should just be two more weeks that they have to wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll get into get into it. Well, Let's really. talk about censorship and corruption. <gasps> oh, my, oh my God. God. Yes. This is against my civil rights. We've been, it's fun that we've kind of, to parallel this to something that's not the election right now, um, it's kind of fun that we've been talking about censorship in our podcast as mm-hmm. well and talking about censoring ourselves, and I think that's something we should Yeah, so we, oh, we got an email, yeah. actually, that was saying, like, we have, I think we've talked about this before, we have kids listening to it, and the email was basically just like, hey, I listened to this with my 10-year-old, please be careful about, like, what you're saying. Not please be careful, like, the, she said, like, obviously we don't care, but you might want to be mindful in case there are other mm-hmm. people who do care, which I was like, that is a very valid critique, you know, yeah. like, this is a kid show, and I always thought, like, I should keep this PG-13, but, like... You know, I in case you didn't know, I slipped up pretty easily. But yeah, even like what does PG thirteen mean? What is acceptable? What swear words are acceptable? How many times can you say them? When we go into like the uh, what the MPAA does when the when the with like those actual like censorship trials in the eighties too with the record industry as well. um, No one really knows what the standard should be. And that's the real issue. Um, the MPAA does it on a case-by-case basis. Every mm-hmm. single oh, movie is individual. I didn't know that. There. There's not a hard... And there's, so there's, like, some general rules. Like, you can say the F word um, one time in a PG-13 movie. Yeah, so, um, like... That's, um, another like one thing is um they can give slap on like thematic elements, which basically just means like the themes of this movie and the things that they talk about are a little bit too heavy for this rating. Yeah, you know oh. that's common in like a PG rating, just like this is a little bit too heavy for just a G movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's yeah, it's so individualized, it's, mm-hmm. which is what's wild about it. A um, fun fact: 
um, Mean Girls originally got a rated R because they say, like, wide set vagina. And Tina Fey fought the MPAA because Anchorman was just released, uh, and that got PG-13, and they say penis in that. Yeah. So Tina Fey was Our like, girl. this is sexist. There's, there's a lot of Our double queen. standards that go on with, yeah. with a lot of that rating, too, where it's just like people are not treated the same way. Um, and like when you look at like um, folks like uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone, when they were doing a lot of the South Park stuff, mm-hmm. um, they went in. That was when the whole unrated thing became like a huge deal, and like mm-hmm. so you had the unrated cut of the movie, and like mm-hmm. they used that to bargain with the MPAA. They're like, "Here's our unrated cut. We're going to release it regardless, without a rating on it, because f you guys." Mm-hmm. And now we can, you know, for the censored version. Now we have a little bit more bartering power. We can we have a little bit of something to fight That's with. That's fascinating. Yeah. Really interesting. So they got a lot more past the censors than they ever would have if they were not releading wow. that. Wow. Really, really smart. And, like, also, going back to the whole double standard, I know that, like, recently, like, Cardi B and um, Megan Thee Stallion, I think her name is, released Walk. Yeah. And, like, that is, like, it's just the same as, like, you know, any other, like, male-centric rapper who, you know, like, digs into the whole crude, Mm -hmm. you know, lyrics kind of thing. Yeah. And... How come they get so much? Because they're women. Yeah, And it's like, oh my goodness. Just just embrace it. Especially, too, because, like, Cardi B is a mom, too. She's like, you're a mother. Don't you want to be setting a good example for your child? And it's like, what's wrong with being so sexually open? And also, all of those other, like, male rappers probably have kids, too. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Mick Jagger has, like, five or six different wives and, like, 38 grandkids and, like, 17 children. You need to set an example as a great no, no, grandfather. Like, he's a rock star, so like he can do it. Double Ugh. double standards all around. I it's know. Really upsetting. But yeah. side note, my sister is an elementary school teacher, and she said she had third graders singing WAP the other day. Oh my goodness, I'm not surprised. No, uh, that that makes sense. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, it's it's such a it's or it's really an American thing too, which mm-hmm. is what's, what's so wild mm-hmm. about it to me is because like other countries do not censor their music. Like yeah. on radio, it is uncensored all the way all the time yeah. we're the only ones yeah. yeah. so that does bring us back to the elections I mean it brings us to <laughs> conservative well, frick. conservative conservatism conservatism that is hard thank you that is conservatism hard. Conserva- con- conservative conservativeism yeah there we go Yes. Yeah, there we go. It's conservatism. Oh, shut up, Miss Serena. <laughs> and I can just say this like no problem. I'm I don't sorry, care about you are struggling. I do Pageant. I was just. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh Lord. I was just listening to a podcast on the way up here, The Daily, that was talking about how, um, you know, slowly and slowly they're like, you know, basically like fake news. Like, and it unfortunately is in a lot of conservative politics. Like, people will write stories that are completely just like made up and then like newspapers will buy them thinking that they're real and then people who read them are reading them from a reliable newspaper and they think that they're also real even though the original writer is completely just made up and like it got so in depth like this guy was like making up stories and like he had hired like outsourced people like in the Philippines to write these fake stories and then he posed them to like the Chicago Tribune as like I'm just like a freelance writer with my staff Um, yeah so it gets pretty serious you can put a lot of misinformation out really easily. With to to speak to that too, I was reading some stuff the other day on paywalls mm-hmm. uh, on those news sites yeah. as well, where a lot of the the liberal 
sources are not as well funded yeah. as the conservative sources. Well, not even that they're not as well funded. It's just that like they value their and yeah, they, they value their journalistic integrity. Yeah, so they yes. they keep that they keep their subscriptions or their paywalls. And a lot of like conservative and Republican media is like, nope, let's just get this information out a, there. We don't care if it's true or not. For the Republican Party, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, did you hear me? I barked. How's um, how's Trump doing as dictator? No, I'm serious too, and like I I say that jokingly, but like seeing this episode, um, so Bossing Say is based off of totalitarianism, right? Which yeah. is basically just a fancy word for dictatorship, but it's a specific subset of dictatorship. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a scary a lot of similarities between you know Bossing Say and Long Feng as a controller, and you know the our current government um, and what we are experiencing in the United States and it's really really scary and I don't mean to get dark but like I don't think Trump is going to leave the office and I do think it will lead to a dictatorship I don't think he will leave again in 2024 yeah I think that I mean there's there's something to be said about the there are some differences between the avatar world mm -hmm. and our world here Um, and I'd like to think it that the Avatar uh, Dali representation mm-hmm. It's a lot more organized than ours. Uh, <laughs> I would give sure it that. that. I don't know. So, I, I mean, we can talk about, like, deep state stuff if you really want to, you know, talk Everyone about Everyone brings up the deep I state. I took so many... Like political surveys, like, do you believe Trump is like blocking the deep state? I'm like, what the fuck is the deep state? Then what does it know, even there mean? Is. There is no deep state. Um, really, I think. I think it is people kind of uh, bumbling their way through this a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's a bumbled attempt at full-on fascism. Well, you said, is like, is this, like, as organized? And, like, obviously our government is structured to be organized. So, like, sure. it doesn't matter if you don't know what you're doing. As long as you want to do it, it will be accomplished. Yeah. Now, let's go back to the Facebook post that, again, I was saying, where, like, burn it all down. We are obviously not organized. If there actually is civil unrest and we want to, like, let's say, overthrow the government, whatever, that's an extreme, but, like, let's, you know, then, like, the rebellion needs to be extremely organized. And, like, I often draw comparisons to Hunger, the Hunger Games Mockingjay. You know, they had District 13, an entire organized government to rebel, and they were able to recruit the other rebellions and get them on their side. We do not have that. All we have right now when we are upset is protests. People show up, they stand there, and maybe, like, someone will take initiative action, and then it'll just turn into chaos. We have no organization. Mm-hmm. And we can't have organization because if we did have an organization against the government, then it would be classified as a terrorist group, and it would yeah. be a threat to the country. So, literally, the country is formed in that, like, if you are not with the government, you are against the government, and there's nothing you can do about it. Well, yes and no. I think it's a little bit more complex than that. And there's things like advocacy groups, mm-hmm. and there are more... I, more moderate approaches to accomplish the same goal mm-hmm. um, that work within the system too. So I don't want to like disparage those yeah, groups. No, or say I that would. Those, I that, would definitely that, that agree. Those won't work. No, I would but, agree. I mean, like, like I've said before, we need to take step one before we take step two. Right. Got to see what happens on on November. Yeah, 3rd. but that is that is with the idea that. Joe Biden will win and Trump will step down. That is the idea of step one, right? So that's yeah. like, let's do what we can to take these steps. That doesn't happen. Trump stays in office and then it slowly dissolves into dictatorship, which like I will emphasize a lot of dictatorships hold what they count as quote unquote free elections. They do. 
So it doesn't matter that we're still voting and we still classify ourselves as a democracy. It, de- it matters as how we're run. Like, if that begins to happen, then that's where I mean, like, you know, yeah. it's got to, it's got to, we got to do something more serious. I say, I say we're still on the cusp of it. We are lying on the edge. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, the Avatar depiction is much more black and in, white. In the well, it's more. Right. It's much more. It, it would be what this could be if this continues for the next 10, 15 years, right? Yeah. So, like, if if people are given the opportunity to. Oh, you're generous. I would say like the next four. <laughs> oh well, I, I don't think it'll happen that fast. Yeah. I think that'll be too quick. I, it's a. I think it's the frog in the pot analogy a little mm-hmm. bit, where you know if you let it boil slowly then the frog doesn't realize so i think i think they'll take their time especially if you know overturning a presidency is proven to be possible then they'll think oh we have all the time in the world right we can just keep overturning the presidency yeah it's um it's definitely like politics politics this is not a political podcast (laughs) (laughs) technically no but but it is a political episode yeah. yeah so yeah i mean like i tried to stay very apolitical especially during season one I know that's hard. Um, and for you. I was like, well, yeah, it is. I'm a very political person. <laughs> yeah. I love mm-hmm. politics. I love digging into the intricacies of it. Mm-hmm. I'm also not afraid to call out partisanism when there's flaws in it. I mean, I don't just call out republicanism. I call out a lot of flaws on the far left, which I won't get into because you know people get mad at me when I call out flaws on the far left. Yeah, there's there's flaws <laughs> um, on both sides of the field. I'd say the flaws are really heavily weighted in one direction. I would agree. <laughs> I would seriously <laughs> agree. Um, yeah, so politics. Yeah, politics, guys. Um, I'm Tyler Strandberg, and I approve this message. <laughs> All right, uh, I think that wraps up this bonus episode. Bye, 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 bye. I love you. Bye.